Welcome to Seize the Data, a series of conversations with Graham James of Village Software. Graham is a business intelligence and data strategy consultant. He specializes in helping organizations understand how to unlock the full power of their data to transform decision-making, efficiency, and growth potential. This is the third in a three-part series, which looks at the journey to becoming a data-driven organization. So having talked about the analytics strategy and the importance of the face-to-face blueprint sessions with advocates and contributors from across the business, this final episode focuses on the key elements that drive the solution design. So for now, let's crack on. Hi, Graham. It's really nice to have you here again today to continue our third of three sessions on becoming a data-driven organization and the stages of doing that. So towards the end of the last session, we finished by you describing how you go through the face-to-face discovery sessions with key members of, of a team and how the outputs of those sessions help you to compile an analytic strategy. So now I'd really today like to focus on the key elements that drive the solution design. Yes, good. Lovely to be here again as well, Lindsay. Thank you. Um, Yeah, what we've done so far, just a quick recap, we've looked at the what you need to do to get the very best analytics strategy pulled together. I've emphasised quite rightly that getting the right people to the discovery sessions is probably the most important thing. Reason for that is that they'll you'll be able to glean from a good audience the best analytics that they feel they could use to run the business well, and also you'll get you'll glean an understanding of what data is therefore needed, where that data is, so what the data sources are, how many data sources there might be, and then importantly you'll start um, gleaning the integration requirements to deliver the analytics to the uh, catchphrase, the right people at the right time, which, which is important. So that brings us now to just once we've got that information to designing the solution and the architecture. So what we'll have is what data is required, where that data resides, so the data sources, what integrations of data will be needed to deliver the analytics. And then key, and this is again comes back to the people, what the business rules are to be able to calculate and compile the analytics that are needed. And that's where you do need the right people there because it will be their understanding of creating the, the business objects, if you like, and the the calculations that are needed or the measures that are needed. Um, And often they can be quite complex. That complexity does inform then the solution design. So looking at designing the actual solution, so the architecture, before we come on to then how is it it implemented, um, we're a Microsoft partner, as, as people will know. So... Why did we choose Microsoft as a product stack, if you like, to deliver far-reaching B2 
business intelligence and analytics solutions. I think one of the key drivers for choosing Microsoft is, is that A, it's affordable for all size of business. So from, from the very startup through SMEs up to enterprise scale corporations, it's a very affordable tool, but also, and if you look at the, the Gartner Quadrant on BI technology, it's a leader in its field, along with others, of course. And we believe that the, the Synapse Analytics Framework, as it's called now, no doubt will change its name next year, is a very full framework to deliver exactly what each business needs. It can be as small or as big a solution as required to meet the, the requirements of the business. Looking at designing the solution, I kind of split it into four main areas. You've got where's the data, how do we extract that data, how do we transform the data, how do we load the data into a repository that's going to be used for reporting and visualization. If we equate that to the Microsoft uh, stack, and particularly the Synapse Analytics framework, um, first question is, does the client wish to be totally cloud-based? Do they wish to be on-prem or a hybrid of the two? I think I mentioned before that we we very rarely do totally on-premise now. I mean, obviously that can be done. Synapse is really a cloud-based solution, but some businesses and particularly public sector organizations don't like necessarily all the data to move from on-prem to cloud. So they create probably a hybrid model where the data resides in their uh, DMZ, I mentioned this before, and therefore that the only access to the data for the data warehouse is into what they put in the DMZ. And therefore there's only uh, the data that's needed for BI um, that's actually in the Azure for the, the Microsoft um, framework. So work out what architecture is needed, cloud hybrid, on-prem. We then look, you'll then, in, within the Microsoft tool set, we'll then use pipelines for the, uh, the data extraction, transformation and load, the ETL. And what we're seeing increasingly is the use of structured and unstructured data. So structured data typically comes from a relational database, but to get to the analytics that's needed in the analytics strategy, a lot of businesses now are using unstructured data, data from uh, websites, et cetera, data from, from Google, for, ex uh, for example. This then drives uh, the use probably of a data lake and uh, Azure Data Lake would be the tool that we would use. And this ingests the data and basically sits there without being transformed. It just takes the data from the data source and puts it within the data lake. That data lake then provides the data into the Azure or Synapse data warehouse. And this is where when you're designing the solution where most of the work will be. Getting the data from the source to the data lake can be done quite quickly, quite simply. D 
designing the data warehouse, getting the tables and the schema right, is where the cleverness sits, I suppose you could say. But this is where the business rules will come in as well. By business rules, it's just what do we need to do to be able to get the answer that is the analytic that we're going to visualize. These can be very complicated. You imagine we work with clients where there might be 20 data sources, big industrial manufacturing business, big NHS trust. There might be large university. There might be many, many data items of data from different data sources. And the business rule might util, utilize data from many sources to get to the exact analytic that you're, you're wanting as your key measure for your reporting. So these business rules will be programmed into the um, Azure Synapse Analytics Data Warehouse piece uh, within the data management area. And that, if you're doing it yourself, that's where you need to budget most of your work will be. If you're outsourcing, then that's where most of the consultancy input will be. Getting the schema right, typically star schema, hybrid star schema, etc. but programming the business rules. Then once that's done well, you're into the visualization. This is where with Microsoft, you would Power BI can come in and create the analyses, if you like, so the end users can easily visualize what ultimately is the analytic strategy, create the outputs that the analytic strategy that we've gleaned from the blueprint sessions are meant to deliver. So that solution design, if you look at, and please do look at the Synapse Analytics diagrams that are all readily available uh, for you to see. What you can then add on are the machine learning, all the AI pieces that a lot of businesses are now wanting to use. You can include uh, chat, GPT, etc., to start evolving what started off as the analytic strategy into um, something that embraces the, the growth of the business over time. What you will have is a, a tremendous data platform, architecture, solution design that supports that growth moving forward. Now, again, one of the reasons we look at Microsoft is once that solution is designed and implemented, there's no reason why the business cannot manage the solution themselves. One of the great things of Microsoft, because obviously there are other frameworks, um, one of the great things of Microsoft is that there's A, plenty of training available. So there's, there's specific training partners, there's um, online training, there's training from companies like my own at Village. Um, so, and all of this will enable you, will give you the knowledge transfer to manage the solution yourself. So you're not continuously paying for somebody else to do this for you. Yes, you'll need help to start with. And even in the implementation, there's no reason why most businesses 
can't create a joint implementation team with a company like ours where the implementation people are from both organisations. So you have that local knowledge. What's the skill set? As long as somebody's got a good background in SQL, they'll, they, they'll be able to adapt to use the whole Synapse uh, framework. And the beauty thereafter is that um, Microsoft has a very large partner network, so companies like Village are always there to help you, always there to help you enhance, but always there to support you if you want to do quite a bit of the work yourselves. Now, Microsoft probably more than any of the other product stacks in this kind of BI analytics field, um, is it probably offers more of this ability to self-manage than, than any of the others. And I think that's a key thing to leave this whole series with, is that we've been saying this is how we would go about it, this is a nice way of doing it, nothing's complicated, and we're not setting you up to continually have to buy in consultancy. We're setting you up with a, the ultimate goal being a good knowledge transfer so you can self-manage but have a partner who's going to always be there to support you. And that support will be intensive to start with and then can literally almost be business as usual level support thereafter. Um, so don't be afraid to start down this route yeah, so the best of both worlds, really, the help and support when you need it to get you self-sufficient and on your own feet. Yeah, I've, I've found, and I do emphasise how long we've been doing this, how long I've been doing it, it seems a lifetime, but I think if I think if knowledge transfer is not part of the package, the chances of the solution not being a success are quite high. Where knowledge transfer and working with the client to encourage the rollout, to get more people trained up to self-manage. That's when the A, the, the solution gets rolled out much quicker, and B, in my experience, it's, it, it, it's nearly always very successful. Because the adoption levels are higher. Yeah, because the adoption levels are higher, exactly. And that goes back to the beginning. We've in, because we've involved the right people, from the very start, it does evolve in the business very well. Um, you don't need that buy-in from the executives, which I think we mentioned in podcast number one. But um, I think overall as a process, um, certainly from my point of view and from Village's point of view, we can make it really work for the for a client, no matter how, what the size of the organisation is. Well, that's great, Graham. Thank you so much. So um, just recapping there on the key elements for driving that solution design, you've got your pipelines for covering um, covering of extraction, transformation and load, so ETL. You've covered there the data lake repository for data storage, um, the designing uh, the data warehouse to embrace the business rules, and obviously the output analyses and the visualization thereafter of the strategy. Is there anything you'd like to finish us on? Because obviously this is the last of our series of three on this particular topic about how to become a data-driven organisation. If you could leave us with one piece of advice, what would it be? It's a good question, isn't it? And I think I may have alluded to it 
earlier in the sessions that um, it's probably getting the right people to the, the blueprint sessions, as we call it. There's a great saying that I've come across with from hospitality businesses, and they say the destination has to exceed expectations. We've all been to restaurants that don't even meet our expectations. Any restaurant, so I'm told, um, that exceeds expectations every time is very successful. And that, what, in a sense, that's what these blueprint sessions are about. If you get the right people there, they'll, they'll say exactly what they need and require to run their part of the business really well. And they'll usually say, and I've, we don't get any of this now, Graham, we really would like to. And from the sessions, because you'll glean from them exactly what they do need, what they do require, if you deliver to those well-chosen people, you will be, in essence, exceeding their expectation. Um, and I think we have to, don't we? We have to get the right people, and that's why I think that, that you've cracked it if you do. Everything else can flow properly from there, and you'll end up with the first drop of the analytics strategy exceeding their expectation, and then the emphasis has to be don't stand still, build forward from there. And I, I think that's the takeaway, really, from me. Thank you, Graham. So, and those people being the right people because they're advocates from the start and they're invested from the beginning and they're across the business, aren't they? So that there'll be a representative view of, 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 of data requirements for departments and uh, individuals across the, across the board then, won't they? The analytics strategy has got to offer, it's a bit like we used to have balanced scorecards, which we're always very successful, not as in vogue now. You want a holistic view of the business. Well, the corporate KPIs, which you mentioned earlier, is the overlay from the executives that they must see. Typically, key driving KPIs, which would be on a balanced scorecard. But if we got to, if we're going to have advocates from each section, we've got to deliver what they say they need because they are the experts of their own department. And that's um, that's why that's so important for me. And I would hope, going back to hospitality, that we can exceed their expectations and then they'll want to, okay, that's the start of attend. What do we do next? And that, that, that means it's been a great success. Oh, that's wonderful, Graham. Thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Seize the Data is a village software podcast. We design and build incredible software solutions with the single aim of improving your business. Our specialisms are data analytics and business intelligence, bespoke software and enterprise integration. If you've listened this far, then no doubt you're on your own journey of data discovery and transformation. If you'd like our help or just an exploratory chat, you can get in touch with Graham and the team via our website, villagesoftware.co.uk, where you'll be able to access lots of resources and insights to help you seize the data.